0: Hello, and welcome to this one time at summer camp podcast.
1: (laughs) This one time at summer camp.
0: Yeah, so this is a podcast about summer camp. You know, if you've been to a summer camp, or you're currently going to one, or you're thinking of going to one, or you went to one 10 years ago and you can't stop talking about it still, this is the podcast for you. It's just occurred
1: to me that we're actually recording now.
0: (laughs) Oh, we've been recording for like a minute.
1: Pete's done everything already. I'm just trying to play (laughs) catch-up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so this is episode three.
0: Episode three. uh, As of currently, we have not released any uh, or episode one or two yet. So um, if anyone has actually emailed us, uh, we don't know about it yet. 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 Please email us. This episode is going to be a little bit different because today... We have a very special guest joining us, Ben.
1: Hey, Ben is the guest.
0: Curry. (laughs) Do you want want your full name on blast or or we'll just go Ben?
1: Oh, why not? I don't care.
0: Ben, cool, (laughs) cool, cool. It's all right.
1: They know where to find (laughs) you, all your fans. Yep,
2: so many of them. It's hard to keep track.
1: Well, Ben, um, I'm guessing we've gotten you on because you've actually been to camp at some stage because otherwise this would be a weird... Uh, podcast to get you on yeah it would be quite odd it would be quite odd but yes i have been to a summer
2: camp
0: tell us a little bit about it you know where where roughly was it like uh you know when when did you go how long did you go for uh so i went
2: i've been for one summer um i went 2019 so that's actually kind of recent yeah luckily just before the world turned upside down (laughs) um Ah, the plague! Yes, yes, the plague, which ruined my plans of going back. I would have loved to, but I was uh, in upstate New York for my for my three months over there. Every
1: camp is in upstate New York. (laughs) There is a lot of camps up there, so like seventy percent of camps are upstate New York. Yes, yes, upstate New York is great.
2: It has Lake George, good old second cleanest lake in the states, which our summer camp was always very happy to tell me. Um, cool. I think I, I think I heard it about 40 times before I got there um as a, as the selling point for the camp, which for me didn't matter I didn't want to be near the water for mine because I was rock climbing the whole time mm. <laughs> I
0: did get a really good view from the top of the cliff though so that helped <laughs> See, Nick, Nick and I were both water staff ah. so um there's already a bit the of a rivalry forming <laughs>
1: um, um, At our camp we will call you <clears throat> Dirty land stuff or um, dirty shirts, tower rats, tower rats. Yeah, but he probably wasn't climbing on a tower.
0: No. no, 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 I was not. What kind of climbing are we talking about here?
2: Well, luckily for me, when I got over there, their climbing program had been being run by people who, who they were good, <laughs> but they didn't really know a lot. So we had a climbing wall like a um, man-made wall that had been there for a while, which was good. But when I went there, me and my co-staff for our activity, when we did our three-day cert that we had to do to be able to teach climbing in the States, Mm -hmm. we decided that we were going to ensure that we were allowed to go out onto the cliff, which our camp actually hadn't used in five years.
1: Yeah. Which
2: I just found cause out... Just because no one knew how to do it? Pretty much, yeah. Like, I found out that my best mate, who I actually went to the summer camp with, he'd been there for... It was his sixth year, the year that I went, and he was actually the last person to be able to go out and take kids out on the cliff.
1: That's why... I feel like that's a very camp thing to do, just to be like, well, no one knows how to do this, so it's gone. It's not an activity anymore. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. So, yeah, so I got to take the kids out there for two days a week and actually got really proud of myself because I did more than my mate did. Mm. So he only like repelled off it. I actually got to climb it too mm. <laughs> which was really good and gave me a lot of freedom with how to run that activity as well. Pretty much rewrote the whole program.
0: Uh, I feel like that's quite a common theme at camps is like like in- unless you're going to a specialist camp for that thing like it's it's usually like a very basic general level. I remember my boss Uh, one of the bosses I had whilst I was at my camp in America, uh, he was at a recruitment fair and he needed someone to come and do tennis for camp. And um, this dude rocks up and he's got like all these coaching qualifications in like tennis and stuff. And he was like a, like basically like a semi-professional tennis player kind of thing. And my boss was like, nah, dude, like I don't want to hire you. And he was like baffled and couldn't figure out why it's like, it, he would have hated it. Do you know what I mean? Like, do, doing tennis at our camp is like you're watching children smack a ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. get the odd kid who like actually knows some tennis and maybe wants to do some stuff, but most of the time it's just having a laugh and not actually taking it too seriously.
1: I mean, I, uh, I was water stuff pretty much the whole time I went to camp. And since I finished doing camps, I've gotten really into rock climbing. And now that I... Into rock climbing, I think back to camp's rock climbing program, and I'm like, no one actually knew how to rock camp. Uh, rock camp. <laughs> rock camp. Uh, camp Rock, <laughs> Camp Rock, uh, no one knew how to rock climb at rock climbing, and because I didn't know, I just was like, yeah, that's normal, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, what the hell? If I went there now, I would be the most experienced by like years, yeah, because pretty much everyone learned that summer. Or the summer before?
2: Yeah, that's pretty much how I ended up completely redoing my whole program.
1: Because
2: mm. it was like that, which is what it was for pretty much all of our activities that we had there. It was either ex-campers that were running them, that yeah. were the heads of the activities, which was awesome. It was awesome to see heaps of them sticking around, coming back and doing the summer and stuff. But they'd only learnt a very, very basic amount <laughs> for most of the activities. Yep. So we rocked up. Sounds and legit. Been, that's it. Like I'd been climbing for maybe a year and a half before I went and got there and I was like, sick, this is just as good as what I do here in Australia for rock climbing when I've got two <laughs> hours to do it. I teach them the very, very basics and yeah. that's it. So I got there and I was like, no, nah, I've got a whole summer to teach these kids how to do things. And I got very lucky as well because I had one little girl and she was meant to be in the national team but broke her arm and it was just come back from it. So wow. I got to actually like put proper coaching yeah. and like actually help her and stuff like that and I had a Wait, few kids. You really... coached
1: her or she coached you?
2: No, I coached her. She taught me sure you a do. lot. Sure you <laughs> she taught me a ridiculous amount and I had like an advanced session and let them reset the wall. And they could root set whatever they wanted. She was the only one that could do her climb because she was just ridiculous <laughs> at what she was doing. Um But like she was really good at technical stuff, really bad at dynamic stuff. So I spent like three weeks working with her on that. And because she was just really good, she picked it up really quick, which annoyed the hell out of me because <laughs> I'd struggled with it for so long. But that was really cool. That was one of the things that I loved about summer camp in America compared to the camp and stuff that I work at here because here they're only they only come for a couple of days you do multiple different activities with them and it's great and it's just pure fun whereas <laughs> over there I could actually like teach properly yeah. and get invested and yeah got a lot out of it
1: yeah actually like watching someone progress rather yeah. than just be like doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah exactly repeating yourself five times a day or whatever <laughs>
2: yep that's it and
0: it was that side of it
1: that i loved that sounds like you cared a lot more than
0: (laughs) i did i mean like for context ben and i both work at like the the same camp in australia right now and like it's so much even though like at our camp the kids come for three days and then they're gone which seems like such a short amount of time we nick and i would have ours at our camp for like a week Hmm. sometimes they come for multiple weeks or like Probably. Yeah, most, if they're like rich
1: de- and the parents don't love them, they can be there for like a month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or um, send them for eight out of the ten weeks, eh? Oh my days. Um Yep, that was pretty much our camp. We had we had a lot of really rich kids at our camp. <laughs> yeah. So
2: like, Rich I kids had, at
1: camp?
0: Like,
2: so I had kids that were there for the eight weeks. I had a kid that was there for the eight weeks and did a kayaking trip every week that cost his parents like an extra couple of grand every time he did it. You had a kayaking trip. Yep. That cost a couple of grand. Yep. Every, and he did it every week. They went down. Which one did he do? Did the Hudson a few times and another big one that he did. And yeah, costume extra every time he did it. And he did it every week. He did a trip every week. It was I just, ridiculous.
0: I just had a flashback to when I saw the Hudson. And I think that was like. New York City, yeah, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh no. But I guess upstate New York is would still be nice. Yeah, yeah. Ahead. Up the river, yeah. I think it's probably yeah, a bit yeah. cleaner than. Um, I did exactly the New same York thing. New York
2: City, <laughs> driving. Yep.
0: When I first turned up, the guy picked me up and we drove past it, and I was like, oh god. So, so Duh. what's like the average amount of time that like kids come to the camp? For the one that I was at, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd say probably about.
2: 85% of the kids came for 4 weeks mm. then you had a select few that were there for the 8 and the others like 2 and then a couple that were there for a week like we had a couple of really really young kids that were there for a lot longer than I expected them to be there for
0: yeah.
2: we had this like 7 year old kid that was there for 4 weeks I was like that's a long time for you to be at camp as a 7 year old that's premature that for, is
1: like yeah. way too long
0: that's it it was ridiculous like I once had an eight-year-old kid at my camp who was so homesick that they passed out. Like, they were oh, crying really? and stuff and couldn't catch their breath and then just, like, full-on fainted. And like, they like, cried themselves. They cried themselves. Out cold. To, yeah, incapacita- <laughs> incapacitated. That's kind of like, impressive. Well, yeah. I had a little kid who it's big range. couldn't quite make it to the
2: bathroom one night,
0: mm. decided
2: to take a dump. Right on the boardwalk, <laughs> like middle of the night, took a dump literally dead center of the boardwalk, maybe 10 meters from where the bathrooms were. Stop. <laughs> so everyone woke up in the morning and just found a solid, solid-sized dump just in the middle of the boardwalk. i like, all right, sick. <laughs> yeah, we've got to deal with this. <laughs> That's cool and good.
0: Yeah. I wish it wasn't, but bodily fluids are definitely a part of camp. Oh, yeah. I should specify. P- pee and poo. There's a lot of P and poo in the um, Yeah, I'll, I wasn't talking about the other thing, eh? Although, <laughs> might, maybe that is a follow, little bit of a factor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. For the staff, anyway.
1: I think me and Pete with this podcast, it is new. This is the third episode. For the first two episodes and kind of going forwards, we're mostly trying to, you know, make sort of a theme to each episode. But we kind of figured we'd abandon that uh, for an interview because obviously there's sort of a lot to cover. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the uh, the theme idea of pretty much no one knows what the hell they're doing when they turn up. Oh hell no! Like I like that someone with no experience turns up to camp, and in like a week they're a lifeguard. <laughs> yep, yep. I and it just sounds that like <laughs> that was the story with your camp. Like no one had more than like a couple weeks experience rock climbing yeah. so they just didn't do one thing for a while
2: yeah pretty much and that's it like everyone that i went over with that was their first year i had literally no idea what the hell to do when they turned up
1: yeah that's so like... <laughs> my second year of camp i got sailing certified and i did that course with peter actually and i had never sailed in my life i'd barely been <laughs> on a sailboat but you know, I got sailing certified, and I didn't get to sail once the entire summer.
0: Did you actually not? They the entire, never entire summer. La- oh, Someone, wow. had, to Someone, yeah. had, to Someone <laughs> had to
1: run kayaking. Someone had to run kayaking. Someone had to physically propel themselves with their own arms for six hours a day, every day, and that was me.
0: I just got to sit down on a on a bench and just sail a boat.
1: Yep, I didn't get to do that. Yeah, but um, the next year. I went to a different camp in Michigan, and they were like, oh, we see here that you're a sailing instructor. (laughs) Um, We're going to get you to run our sailing program. (laughs) I had about a week's sailing experience from a previous year, and that was it. So I had to teach myself how to sail in like a week and a half. (laughs) And my whole thing was just like this one Simpsons episode where Marge is like, "Oh, I'll I'll teach piano lessons. I just got to stay one lesson ahead of the kid." <laughs> and I'm just I I feel like that was me the whole summer. I just had to stay one sailing lesson ahead of the campers. Uh, but that is pretty accurate to most staff at most camps, I reckon. Just oh, you've heard of the concept of water? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're a motorboat driver now.
2: Yep, that was pretty much the way my camp went as well. <laughs> like my best mate's now wife actually was a windsurfing instructor. Never touched a windsurfing
0: board in her life. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea what to do the whole summer she was there. <laughs> like not uh, not great at sailing either I right hear. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
1: I really like the idea that parents drop their kids off at camp. And like they, they they drive home thinking like yeah my son is going to learn to sail from like qualified sailing instructors and like, <laughs> yeah. my son is going to rock climb with experienced rock climbers and blah 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 but like that camp has probably only got like a little bit less of an idea about what they're doing than the people teaching them
2: yeah yeah pretty much it's like I think the most most annoying activity we had was stand up paddle boarding the two girls that did preach. it preach oh my god the two girls that did it were like lovely but the dumbest two people i've ever met in my life they <laughs> just got to sit there on paddleboards all day
1: in australia by profession i'm a stand up paddleboarding instructor yeah that is something i am qualified in and very very capable at yep uh, i have Headed up the stand-up paddleboarding program at both of the camps I worked at. Both times, they bought the biggest, most stable boards they could get because they're like, "Oh, stable means easy." <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried putting like an eight-year-old on like a twelve-foot board, <laughs> but you've basically just given them a raft and just pushed them off <laughs> out to sea, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, they'd be better off with a volleyball with a face on it than a paddle. Like, at least they'd have a friend as they drift out to sea.
0: Yeah, look, I reckon I've got, like, four or five hours of material on just talking about sailing at the camp that we went to. (laughs) And even sailing at the camp that Ben and I work at. I just... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, specifically, yeah, you tell your boss, because you're the knowledgeable person on that subject, you're like, these are the boats you need to buy, buy these boats and then they come back it's like it's like asking someone to get you a bunch of flowers and they come back with a head of lettuce (laughs) it's the same thing right it's the same thing you are like it's not in the slightest the same thing yeah so at the
1: (laughs) second like at the first camp i went to i was like you should buy this and our boss just went no (laughs) (laughs) this one's cheaper which, yep. whatever, the second camp I went to, I said, you should buy this brand, you should buy this size, and you should get, like, these paddles. He got the right paddles, <laughs> he went the right brand, but the salesperson told him it's easier to stand up on the bigger boards. <laughs> so, he got the biggest boards he could buy for children.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was pretty much exactly the same as what I did when I got over there for climbing. Mm. And I was like, okay basic all the guys that have been running it 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 was good and i was like gave him like a two page he asked me for every tip and thing that i could have to how to improve the activity for him gave him like a two page list pretty much threw it out Mm. (laughs) i was like
0: why did you ask for my help yeah i've made that mistake before (laughs) like (laughs) i I don't want to know (laughs) Yeah. I mean maybe this is just
1: our experiences between three four camps. I'm sure maybe there's somewhere out there where someone's come in and been like hey I actually know what I'm talking about this is what we should do and the people the higher powers have listened but it's not our experience. Yeah no.
0: Was 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 your camp like uh privately owned or was it part of like an organization? Privately owned. Yeah. See, I wonder how much that has an effect on things like when it is privately owned. Yeah. You know, as opposed to Nick and I, we had a camp that was like, you know, had a board of directors and and kind of stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And like how much those kind of budgetary constraints, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because for our camp, a lot of the profit that they made from the summer would go into funding other places and other centers and stuff like that. Yeah. So like even though we're making, I don't know random number just say like a mil profit a year yeah they're only getting uh, probably less than 100 grand of that you know what i mean to like buy new stuff for the for the summer
1: yeah like Um, even if they just absolutely like crushed it you know they did all of the programs completely booked out like camp fully booked out like they don't get more stuff unless head office gives them more stuff
2: yeah that was pretty similar for us as well though like I think it also made it harder for me with rock climbing because I'd say about 85% of our camp was on the water, Mm. which was like fair enough because we were in a beautiful spot, water was amazing, all of that. But like they put most of their money towards the water activities, which makes sense because that was their biggest selling point. As it should be. But I was like,
1: (laughs) just a little bit
2: this way and I could make this activity your best land activity by far. Yeah. And- yeah, pretty much got nothing. <laughs> like, the rock climbing shoes that I had were pretty much just falling apart.
1: I was like, oh, we Can I at least did just not get, get shoes? rock climbing shoes? <laughs>
2: mm. That's all I want, just some new shoes. And no, <laughs> I will admit, I did give them a very expensive list of things to do. Um, because like the camp's been there for a long time.
1: I mean, the thing and is, I- you give them a really expensive list, and then maybe they buy. the the notch down from that. Yeah. Because if you're given the cheapest list, maybe they'll try and get something even cheaper. Exactly. And that was pretty much my thought process. Or they just throw it out and ignore you. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm
2: coming back. It'll be sweet. I'll do all of this and I can try and enforce it in the next year when I'm back here. And then everything happened with the world and I never went back. And then a a (laughs) pangolin (laughs) ate a bat. Yeah, and then, yeah.
0: That, and then yeah, it went to shit. Yeah. But
2: like I will admit, at least at my camp, they recognized if you knew what you were doing kind of thing. So, like I'd already been working at a camp here in Australia yeah. for three and a half years. And like I'd been at the summer camp for five weeks and they made me do a staff training. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like I'm training people that have worked here for five years and that we're campus here for like eight. This yeah. is not right. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But, yeah, just completely thrown in the deep end. Found out about 20 minutes before it started that I was running it. Called me down to the director's house. And I walked in and there was a director and the programs director sitting there. I was like, oh, God, I'm getting fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I even like, started yet. <laughs> what am
2: I going to do? I'm halfway through the summer. I'm too- There's no way I can go to another camp now. I'm going to have to rebook my flights and everything to go home. I've got no money. (laughs) And they're like, oh, we just want your opinion on this. I was like, oh, sweet. Gave my opinion. like, sweet, you're running it in 10 minutes. Oh, great.
1: Thanks. Awesome. So prepared and ready for this. (laughs) I mean, even at the most expensive camps, no no one should think that they're actually sending their children to like childcare professionals as well. (laughs) No, I'm not sitting. I'm not here to be like, oh, it's all just mayhem. Like you know, we at least at our camps, you know, there was training. But I think some people have this idea that all of the counselors are actually like actually child care professionals in some way, yeah. when we really have no idea.
2: No.
0: comeback bits i was thinking about that oh uh, kim kardashian right she got coming her back that one time
1: <laughs> depending on how well this was edited uh, you'll know that we uh just took a little break i was gonna say just like how big is your camp Ooh, how big's your camp <laughs> um
2: well we had a whole like peninsula you had a whole peninsula pretty much like i wouldn't say it was it was pretty damn big
1: like land wise i wouldn't say it was massive sorry i've cut you off here and he's just shown us a photo and my god if it's not the most beautiful camp i've ever seen in my life they should do spa resorts for billionaires there
2: yeah it is a very very beautiful spot like i stayed after my camp and did a wedding as well they didn't do a wedding at the camp
1: yeah i can see that
2: yep Like, they all stayed at the camp. They did the reception, everything at the camp, which was really cool because, like, I just I just lifeguarded it. Mm. Literally just got to sit there for, like, three days staring at the water because none of them were swimming because they were all drinking. But were you
1: lifeguard certified? Yes, I
2: was. Okay. Yes, I was. (laughs) But when they all got ready and the most amount of yachts I think I've ever seen turned up. To pick them all up to go to the wedding. (laughs) Yachts as in boats. They got picked up by yachts. Yes. They got picked up by yachts because they went to over to the other side of the lake to wherever they were getting, um, doing the ceremony. Um, and there was a few of them that like had to go to a certain dock because they were too big to fit in the other side where they wanted to get picked up.
1: My God, to be rich. Uh, Pete. Yeah have you got a question
0: that sounds cool i like i was um i was wondering why you were confused by yachts and you were like like boats (laughs) what are the yachts are you thinking of
1: i don't even have anything witty to say um (laughs) i don't know in my head i'm like yacht is such a weird word maybe like like, (laughs) yacht what is yacht big (laughs) boat Yeah, big boat,
0: baby boat. I mean if they come across in canoes, that would be far less impressive. It would have been really funny though. But slightly more epic, I feel like. I feel yeah. like
1: that'd be rad.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent I'd rather do that, I think.
2: Be like a lot of effort to paddle to the other side.
0: You have to go tea rescue one of the groomsmen or something. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Imagine the bride capsizing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. We kinda of mentioned it earlier. But like talking about internationals and stuff and like so you said you had, like, a good mix of, like, internationals in there. Um Yeah, I just feel like internationals add such a big element to camp. A hundred
2: percent, yeah.
0: And I can't imagine what it must have been like for, like, the year or two that camps are kind of operating through COVID and not being able to get international staff. Because, like, not only do they add a heap of experience, as we kind of said, like, you brought loads of rock climbing. I kind of, you know, had sailing experience brought to my camp and you brought all the paddling stuff. And it's like... If you just leave it to those, like, kids who grew up at the camp, like, knowledge stays the same and also, like, things get forgotten. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, you introduce new ways of doing things, which often people are very opposed to because they don't like change. Change is bad. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Change scares people. Were internationals, like, well-regarded at your camp? Yeah, I'd definitely say they were. I was just thinking, because I I was talking to someone actually this weekend about their time at camp and stuff. And like from the sounds of it, the Americans kind of like looked down in the internationals and stuff and like shit on them a bit. And then like, it just sounded, sounded really bad.
1: Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. that,
0: That doesn't make sense. Like ours
2: was, they loved having all of us over there. And like, went, like our camp in particular, went like above and beyond to make you feel very comfortable very quickly, mm. especially if it was your first summer. Like, it just sort of felt like they were almost going out of their way purposefully to make sure you felt very comfortable and very at home. And I think you got a very good point that, like, I know for a fact in my camp over the last two years, like, seeing updates and stuff like that from them, they struggled a lot
0: mm.
2: without international staff. One, just to find enough staff... And exactly like you said, they just bring that extra thing to camp that
0: you don't really get when you've just got people that have either been there forever or are from that area. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to know like what range of like different nationalities you had at your camp because I feel like whenever we went, Nick, we had like specific countries that the councils always come from because they had like links or connects with organizations there so, like, we always had a bunch of Brazilians come to our camp, um, bunch lo- of Polish people, uh, heaps of like Scots and Brits through like Camp America stuff, obviously. And then they also got that partnership with them, like an agency in China, right? So oh, every year we had a few like Chinese Hong counselors Kong, come yeah. through. Uh, was it Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like that was heaps cool. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. By the sound of it, you had more variety than mm. what we did. Like, we had, like you said, a lot of Brits and like oy, oy. Scots and all of that. We had a fair few from Australia mm. and like New Zealand and stuff like that. But yeah, like a lot of like where the Camp America is working around yeah. what mm. companies they're in and stuff like that. We had a lot of those. Like I'd say if you include just the Aussies and the Brits, I'd say that was at least almost 60% of our international staff. Yeah. Like, there were so many of them. <laughs> like, which was really good coming over for the first summer because there's, like, a lot of people around. And, like, I've worked over here with a lot of Brits as well. Yeah. So, it made it a little bit easier to transition because, like, that was also my first time out of the country on my own kind of thing. So, like, yeah. that was quite nice for me. But, like, we also had a lot of campers from overseas. Uh, we had a couple of russian kids
0: yeah
2: which one of them odd (laughs) the other one was the nicest kid i think i've ever met in my life yeah but like that was really cool as well not to like to have that little bit of a difference as well in the campers kind of thing. yeah there wasn't a lot of them but there was a couple of international ones
0: that were there which i was quite surprised at when i first got there that's huge cool eh? I don't feel like we had many international campers. No, like there was like a couple of airport runs that like someone would have to do. But
1: yeah, there was like Spanish kids. There was a few Spanish kids mm. and like a Swedish kid or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: we had a few Spanish kids. We had a lot of French kids.
1: We, we had which... a French kid. Yeah, we had a French kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the um, French. Anyway. Speaking
1: of the French, <laughs> what was the best meal at your camp? Oh, best meal. Best camp meal. Oh, oh gosh.
2: This is actually really tough.
1: Yeah, I feel like I thought of this like, question today and I was like, this is a great question. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a really good question. Yeah. Now I've got to think about it. Um, we we talking like food that the camp serves? Yeah, like... Yeah.
1: Food that the camp serves, not, mm. like, you leave camp and get, like, El <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: Mexican.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, honestly, the breakfast was, like, amazing every day. Like, you'd get, like, cinnamon scrolls and stuff like that for breakfast, which was just the best thing in the world. Mm. <laughs> and our chef had come up with, he got really upset with all the campers, with the cereals. Because they'd always go for... Obviously, there's like two or three that they just always go for. So, he decided stuff that and just combined like five into the one.
1: Wait, so he mixed the cereals together? <laughs> yep. Sounds weird. That's hilarious. But it's
2: like the best thing ever. Yep. Because then it was always a struggle every morning to get the exact point of the cereals that you wanted. Because it would all be mixed up and stuff. But you wanted the first bit because you could get all, like, the lucky charms and stuff in it. <laughs> so, like, everyone would fight for who got first go with the cereal and stuff, and you never wanted the end of it because it was just all the cereals that no one ever wanted. So, they'd just sit there and shake it up until they got the ones they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, like, that was always entertaining. Then just, like, the good old stock standards of, like, chicken burgers and stuff.
1: Yeah. Until mm. the
2: day that one of my campus decided to tell me he was going to out-eat me when we had chicken burgers. <laughs> And the two of us spent the next hour laying in bed because we really didn't feel that great because <laughs> <laughs> we ate way too many of them. But it was good fun. But 100%, I, just the level of the breakfast was amazing.
0: But you guys, what do you know? Oh, look, immediately as soon as you start talking about breakfast, I'm like, oh, I have several anecdotes about breakfast at camp. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm you- thinking about back to 2013 when... Our like Chef had started buying in this like Nature Valley granola. Yeah. And it's it's that kind of like I don't know if they sprinkle crack in there or something. (laughs) Um, But like it is the best granola ever. Yeah. And um, like once people started clocking on that the granola was real good, all the staff were just eat like munging heaps (laughs) of it, loads and loads all the time. And it got to a point where, like, during our staff meeting at the end of the week, our boss was like, guys. I'm spending $1,000 a week on granola. <laughs> and he was like... He <laughs> was trying to be so diplomatic because he was like, look, I know you love it and I don't want to take it away from you, but we're spending $1,000 a week <laughs> on granola. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then they bought some new granola and no one ate it. And um, yeah, it was a sad time. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't sound great. You know, like... Also... Granola. You think granola is a healthy thing, right? It's like an adult choice to make. It's just full of sugar. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. <laughs> unless
0: it unless it tastes bad, in which case it's probably good for you. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> much like anything that tastes good is probably not good for you. Yeah, very true. Yeah. See, like, I'm always a bit, like, impartial with the food that we had at our camp.
2: Purely just because, like, this might just be me. But, like, the food over there, was it's just so over-processed. Mm. Oh, like that! It yeah. just yep. yep. Like yep. even yep. if it tasted okay, I felt pretty crappy after it because of the amount of crap that was in them.
0: Like, I feel
1: like I've had lettuce in America that I was like, was this processed in some way? They yeah. added
0: sugar to this fucking lettuce. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Like- it was just <clears throat>
1: everything
2: was so overprocessed that I was like, yeah, I'm. No, I don't want to eat a lot right now.
0: <laughs> Do you remember what the milk was like? Because I, I have specifically remember the milk being too sweet. Semi ringing a bell, yeah. Is that just? Like, I don't know if that was just me. Oh, if you um have any comments about uh yeah, whether you know milk why is the milk tastes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you know why milk tastes sweeter in America, then um please email the podcast at this one time at summer camp pod at gmail dot com. Mm. But uh.
1: I mean, I feel like I have a lot of opinions about the food at the camp, at both camps I went to. I feel like I've got a lot to say, so I kind of don't want to say anything, because I want to just do a whole episode about camp food. Mm. I was about
2: to say that, like, we could go into so much about camp food right now.
1: And I don't want to go down that rabbit (laughs) hole, because that could be the whole podcast today. Yeah. Uh, But I'll just say, um, my second camp I went to, they did a baked Zini on, on like, Tuesdays, Hmm. And it was God speaking to us through food.
0: <laughs> Is that slang for zucchini or
1: no baked zini? I don't think has zucchini in it. Is it ZT? Baked ziti.
0: Oh right, sorry, I thought yeah. so.
1: It's like I think it's just pasta and cheese. Yeah, right. I I guess, but <laughs> like, it's more than it's more than pasta and cheese. I don't I don't even know. I don't <laughs> really know, but it was it was phenomenal. I'm yeah. I'm tearing up thinking about it.
0: Sorry, I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, no, It think... looks like the lasagna of pasta bakes.
1: Yes. Fair enough.
2: It does sound good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the best food we got at work was like every Sunday night. We had what was called paperwork. So, we'd all just get an hour to go like up to the owner's house. She's like this, like three-story mansion at the front of camp, and we just go up there and they'd have everything laid out for us, and you just get like an hour off to go and chill, which worked out really well for me because I came back Sunday morning from my off shift, so I had an off shift, half a day of work, and then go chill out with everyone else for an hour,
0: so that was quite nice as well.
1: Um. Pete's still looking at baked ziti. He's, yeah. really, he's really caught with the yeah. baked
0: ziti. Sorry, it's just a pasta bake. That's all ziti is.
1: Oh, well, it sounds fancy. Okay. Okay, again, I don't want to get caught on food because yeah. it could be forever. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll just ask you, how close to a Walmart were you at camp?
2: <laughs> to a Walmart, I would say we would probably... Oh, it'd probably only been like 15 minutes away. That's close. Years. Like... I don't remember it being a long drive to get to Walmart. Mm. I distinctly remember it being, it wasn't in the town that was like closest, but it was like the next one. So yeah, I feel like it was, yeah, probably only like 20 minutes away from our camp.
0: Is it It one of those things where they call it a town because there is a Walmart there? (laughs) Or like, was it an actual town?
2: No, it's probably called a town because it was a Walmart.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was really nothing else. It
2: was just a massive Walmart. A like gas station, whatever they want to call it, Um, and a subway.
1: Sometimes I wonder how Walmart makes money because I know I've I've been to WalMarts that are like bigger than all of the houses in the town combined. Yep, in the middle of nowhere, but it's there. Someone's gonna be keeping it afloat. Yeah, I
2: did see like yeah, like Walmart's just in the middle of nowhere. We're going somewhere and haven't seen anything for like a good ten minutes. Massive Walmart, nothing mm. for another 20 minutes. Mm. you like, why is this here?
1: I, I don't know. Like, is there any camps in America that aren't close to a Walmart? Like, maybe there's a camp in Alaska <laughs> where you can't get to a Walmart.
0: Also, just to circle back, you, you say, how can Walmart be profitable? I'm pretty sure they pay and treat their employees like absolute shit. And I feel like yeah. that's how they are profitable. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, Um, I
1: think I knew the answer. I just didn't want to think about it.
0: (laughs) I I just had a random flashback to when I was at a Walmart getting a subway, um, (laughs) like getting a subway in the Walmart. And then uh, it was like, it was like, it was kind of late. It was just this one dude working in the subway. I was just ordering stuff. This dude was clearly stoned out of his mind. And like, to be fair, our camp is like. Absolute middle of nowhere, right? And um, this dude is just like tripping balls that this English <laughs> dude is ordering a sub off him, <laughs> and he's just like, I'd say the ingredient, and he just like, he would, he was just paying attention to the like what I was saying, but not actually listening to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'd be like, Oh, can I get some lettuce? He'd be like, Whoa,
1: <laughs> <laughs> say it again, lettuce going to Subway in America turns out. We don't call everything the same thing. I was just about to say that. Yeah, can I get some capsicum? And they're like,
0: "Come again?" (laughs) Yeah, they had no idea what I was talking about. Okay, that's the entire world doesn't call it that. It's only Australia that calls it that.
1: So, but like it, it, it's a capsicum. All right, capsicum. Okay, so
0: for context, for any of the people confused by this, in Australia they call bell peppers capsicum. Right, because that's what they are. Okay, that's, yeah. but that, that's the Latin for pepper, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you think, if anything, like people from England are going to be speaking more Latin in their language more regularly, and just like we're uh, more cultured here. Yeah, I mean, you shorten a petrol station or gas station to servo. Do you know what I mean? For the people who like to abbreviate everything, <laughs> and then you're like, let's use the Latin for this word. Well, oh, we couldn't exactly bonkers. call them
1: caps. You know, that's something yes, else. Yeah. <laughs> get okay. a
0: lot of misunderstandings. That's also that. an Australian thing. So that's that's your own <laughs> issue. <laughs> I mean, if you go to a, like a music festival and accidentally eat a bell pepper, like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's on you for not realizing the difference.
1: Bro, I've had <laughs> so many caps against today.
0: Yeah, Yo, you get that red or the yellow or the green. <laughs> I've had both.
1: <clears throat> um, okay, I have another question for yep. you, Ben. Name one thing at your camp. I don't know why I said name
0: one thing. Like, give me the it. name of it and yeah, nothing else. That's it. Name one thing at your camp. Go. That's name, it.
1: One, name one thing at your camp. Go.
0: Grass. <laughs> grass. Okay. That's on um, you. you. You set the bar too low. I did. That,
1: that is on me. <laughs> I did think you would go better than grass. No. <laughs> um, what's something about your camp that you think is probably not something they do with any other camp in america like what do you think might be completely unique to your camp
2: Ooh, there's like one really cool thing that my camp did that i really liked it was like every sunday every sunday we'd go out to like the point of the peninsula kind of thing Mm. and like everyone from the camp would be sitting there and anyone who wanted just to say something could just get up and say it i feel like people would come up and like say a poem Or, like, a really cool quote that they had. Or, like, people, like, kids would come up and, like, sing a song or, like, play an instrument and all of that kind of stuff, which was really cool. Um, And they had, like, awards and stuff like that. Yeah. My first one that I was there, I got a staff award just for generally trying to help everyone out. Because I was like, I want to put in a good impression at this place. Hmm. I'm going to ask the people that are higher up than me if they need help all the time. And I got like a little ribbon. Suck up, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like got a ribbon, and then dweeb. (laughs) But like that was a really cool thing. But like I'm sure something like that happens at a lot of other camps as well. Our kids decided to move one of our counselors, like all of his belongings, Mm. onto the roof of our cabin (laughs) because like our cabin was like sort of on the side of the hill overlooking the water. So, if you walked, like, behind the cabin, it was only, like, shoulder height where the roof started kind Mm. of thing. Mm. On his off shift, they brought every bit of (laughs) his bedding and all of his belongings and put them on the roof. So, when he came back, everything was set up on the roof for him, which was great, apart from the fact that he got back at, like, 7.30 at night and was like, yeah, sick. We're getting close to getting into bed and stuff, and now I've got to move every bit of my stuff back in. I mean, they all yeah. just sat there and laughed at him, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think you should have slept on the roof. Oh, that's what I told him. I was like, 100% you just sleep on the roof. He's like, no, I shouldn't. I was like, ah, oh,
0: that's what, just boring. What kind of angle are we talking about here? Because <laughs> like a- I'm like, I'm picturing a 45-degree roof. No. Just <laughs> no, 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 no. Him getting out of bed like, Wallace and Gromit
2: does in the morning you know? <laughs> no I would say more like maybe 20 degree oh. it's like a decent enough incline you could sleep but like it, that could yeah, like definitely in sleep in a hammock yeah exactly which I actually did one night because we actually had like four staff in my cabin to, to begin the summer with and we ended up like four weeks in we got a lot of like new kids come and we didn't have enough Beds?
1: It's funny you
2: say cabin. that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, so I was like, I know someone that's got a hammock that's already set up. I'm going to go sleep in that. The kid can have my bed for the night. And before we sorted it out the next day, coldest night sleep I've ever had.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was really comfortable. <laughs> so in 2016, uh, there wasn't enough beds for me, so I slung a hammock between... Um, some bunks, you yeah. know, blocking the fire exit. Uh, and that's where I slept for a week. Uh,
0: same sort of situation. Yep. Who was in charge of your boys camp when that happened?
1: Uh, Pete, weren't you in charge of Look, I have no memory of that happening. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, there was not enough beds for me to have a bed in my cabin. And I was offered like a bed at the other side of camp. And then I just like meet everyone at breakfast. But I didn't want to do that, so I slept in a hammock in front of the fire escape.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, I think that makes me sound better now you've explained it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was offered I, a bed. I offered you bed. a bed. Okay, cool. As, as long as I did offer you something and not just... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, See, like, what were your, like, cabins like? <clears throat> um, I
1: didn't realize this was a big deal, uh, but we had air conditioning... And I've heard what? that a lot of camps don't have air conditioning. What? Yeah. I had yeah. open air cabins. Yeah, all of yeah. our cabins had air conditioning. And I've found out since then that that's like crazy.
2: Yeah, no, we were all like open air cabins. So, like my cabin in particular, I got really lucky because we had a crosswind that came straight down through ours oh. off mm. the. Yeah, and I somehow scored the bed that gets all of the crosswind. Which was amazing because mm. I had really nice sleep every night. It was really
0: cool. Camp hack though, when you have an AC.
1: Oh what? man, I was going to say this. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, Um When you have that AC unit, you get two pencils, stick them into that like AC grill. Yeah. Put a drinks can on it. Oh yeah. Ice cold Mountain Dews. Oh, oh man. man, and like
1: the kids would be like, "Oh, can I do that?" And you'd be like, "No, <laughs> only counsellors can- have cold drinks." Yeah, I feel like we had a lot of that. Like.
2: There's a lot of counsellor stuff that we could do
0: that no one know that. Mm. Do you have like a like a, like a quick story that you want to tell, or like um, like a cool game to play? I don't know, like like summer camp resources, you know,
1: summer like
0: resources, something that if someone was like going to do their first summer at camp or something, something they could kind of tips t- and tricks take thing over for there. Them. Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe just one.
2: Just <laughs> yeah just one. Yeah, just one. you I know you've got a lot better. Uh... Um Honestly, I think the biggest tip I could probably give someone going over there the first time is like just get involved as much as you possibly can. Like I seen it a lot in like like I had it easy I'd come from experience in working in a camp and stuff like that. Mm. So it was very easy for me to just like throw myself into a lot of the things. But like I've seen a lot of the first time staff over there. That may have not worked with kids before or something like that. Being a bit, little bit standoffish to start, which is like completely understandable.
1: Yeah, kids are terrifying. But that's it.
2: Just the more you put yourself into it and throw yourself into the work and like, don't be afraid of looking like a complete and not a dumbass. You're working with kids. It's, you, you're going to look like a dumbass every once in a while.
1: Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's hard to look like less of a dumbass than they do.
2: Yeah a hundred percent
1: and they're always going to do something dumber than you so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that is good advice uh yeah. when he started <laughs> saying it me and pete started like nodding our head and then i was like this is a podcast no one can like <laughs> see our approving nods but yeah approving nod
0: if i yeah. had to surmise that into like a sentence i'd say eyes closed head first can't lose sure yeah i like that yeah nice
1: i'm still processing that <laughs> yeah. eyes 100%. closed head first
0: can't lose yeah yeah run head first into every situation with your eyes shut works out good how does it go with doors <laughs> depends on the type of door revolving door you'd be all right sweet sweet as yeah. a nut oh um thank you so much for uh yeah coming thanks on, for ben.
1: coming on uh you are our oh, uh, very first guest thanks for having me on and You will hopefully not be our last guest. Uh, This has been This One Time at Summer Camp, our podcast about summer camp. Uh, Once again, if you want to contact us, we have an email. You can send us something. We'll probably read it out. Uh, And that is this one time at summer camp pod at gmail.com.
0: He nailed it. (laughs)
1: sweet and we've got an instagram as well which i think pete is trying to remember the name of
0: oh i know it. i'm wondering if you know the name of it oh
1: okay is it just this one time at summer camp pod yeah on instagram yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay we're on instagram yeah i
0: thought Uh, i'd keep it simple you know we also need to say a big thank you to um our friend or ben and my friend geordie because uh he's made a logo He's made the logo for the podcast.
1: He's made the logo. And um, it's unreal. All right. A uh, big thank you to Geordie. A uh, big thank you to the great Dantino for providing us some uh, microphone equipment. And uh, we will catch you on the next episode.
0: Bye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs>